What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 89, recorded and released today, September 1st. Can you believe it's September? Because I can't. It's like March yesterday. So. <laughs> it literally feels like, yeah, March yesterday is one way to put it, yeah. <laughs> That's it accurate. Just feels like, it feels like the year just started, and yeah, I don't know. Anyways, like, let's not get too cynical and, and negative to start the episode. So yes, it's September 1st. As Ahmed would say, it's Halloween first. If you're counting in my book, it's like Thanksgiving first, but that's okay. <laughs> Paul, anyway, open up your heart and allow for Halloween. For the darkness? <laughs> for the darkness to fill your soul. I think mm. it's good to have balance, like yin and yang. If you're all Christmas all the time, then you're just out of balance. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a yin and a yang, but it's like... 90% and then 2%. So it's just like a gigantic mm. yin and a little tiny yang. Sounds like a seesaw level in Fall Guys where the purple platform is like vertical. Shut <laughs> up. It's balance. so true. It's so true. And that 2% is purely spooky, scary skeletons and nothing else. <laughs> purely spooky, scary skeleton. At least, Anyways. At least surrender to like Halloween Town or Hocus Pocus. I mean, we watch Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus like every Halloween. So okay, then there you go. Perfect. Great. See, I, I entertain the idea every once in a while. Anyways, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is Ahmed, and we are here to tell you all about uh, what did or didn't happen over the past two weeks. We didn't record last week, so here we are. Uh, we're trying out Discord Nitro, so, you know, if everything blows up, you'll know what happened. Uh, it's probably just I didn't I can't see Ahmed or hear Ahmed anymore, but, um, yeah. Wait, I don't know. You can or cannot? Is everything no, good? I'm saying I'm saying everything's fine, but if oh, something okay. blows up... We're allowed on the 89th episode for a technical difficulty or two. Remember we back had, in the day when my CPU was bad and it was like we'd be recording and I'd blue screen at like 45 minutes and lose everything? Yes. Remember when my internet would cut out? That was also fun. Oh, that was really? great. When you had cords hanging out your window or whatever? They're still hanging out the window, but now they're working, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't get it. How are they hanging out the window still? They're not hanging. Well, they just like kind of hang down the side of the building. Mm, anyways, that's a, that's a hell of a uh, design. They're... So. They're fine, I think. In New York, we call that art, just like how brunch is a holiday. Anyways, it moving is. on. Anyways. So what have you done this week, Ahmed, or for the past two weeks? Tell us all about your life. Um, so I fell down a rabbit hole of, like... <laughs> I thought you were going to say you fell <laughs> down, like, stairs. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> no. no, I did not fall down any stairs. Um, I fell down a rabbit hole of, like, do I need to upgrade my PC or not? Because Okay, so back up. Yeah, okay. Basically, make sure you give the reason. Yeah, but every this all started with the release of Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. <laughs> 2020. Which I I decided to play. Oh, I guess it's not whatever. It's just called Microsoft Flight Simulator. So I downloaded the game and I tried booting it up and it weren't fine. And I was like, oh, let me stream it to my friends. And then I realized that I couldn't stream at all. Like it was basically like not even one FPS. It was just frozen for like a good two minutes before the next frame popped in and i had like right. landed in epcot so on my end it was running mostly fine but it wasn't running well and then i decided to try other games and like i realized i'm like why is it lagging so much like any game that was running perfectly fine on my end like it wasn't streaming properly i'm like is my there's no way my pc which was just built like two years ago usually like and I remember when we built it, we were like, we're getting the top spec, so we don't have to upgrade again. Meanwhile, I'm like, two years later, should I upgrade? So I ended up overclocking my PC, my, my CPU, my processor, for the first time ever. I've never overclocked anything. I was terrified. I looked up a million guides. I literally stayed up. I actually spent an entire Sunday. Like, I woke up 
I had breakfast and I was like, okay, let me get to overclocking this. I don't want to spend too long. I stayed up until 3 a.m. overclocking to making sure it was all stable. <laughs> um, but it was fun. It was an experience. I got it. I have a, if anyone is a nerd and aware, I have, we have a, um, an i5 8600K, um, which is a stock clock of 3.6 gigahertz. And I've overclocked it to 5 gigahertz and it's stable. I've been running it for almost two weeks now. And all's good. Um, but now it's like overheating so i'm like shit well i guess i gotta it's not overheating but it's running hotter than i would like it to be especially when playing games so now i have to do this thing called delidding the cpu which means i like take off the lid of the actual thing and then replace it with like a paste that'll make it run cooler and then snap it back in there which i will be doing after this episode maybe i'll stream that who knows i'll <laughs> wait a second so you have to take the the whole cpu out then you're not just doing it from within the motherboard right you're, so you're taking out no, like i'm literally taking out the chip and then i'm putting the chip hold on in this little i'll show this to paul you guys won't be able to see it but it looks like a, imagine a vice <laughs> like you're trying to like pull someone's limbs off uh but it's this thing you put the cpu in it and like you tighten it until the cap basically pops off because it's like glued down there so it, this like breaks the glue and then you're able to replace like the the paste that they already have there, which is like a shitty paste, with a better paste so that it improves the temperatures. And people have been able to get their temperatures down by like 15 degrees Celsius, which is pretty significant. Um, yeah, that is pretty significant. So it'll be an interesting I, process. I, you know what I've realized? I would love to do all this stuff, but my fear is always if I break it, I'm like, mm, there goes $300. So I give you a lot of credit. And I know what you're going to do. If you break it, you're just going to build a whole new computer, so it's fine. <laughs> well, the thing is, I've, like, looked... It's actually not as unsafe as it looks or seems. Like, everyone, you know, there's a million one guides, and they're like, it's... This this little device that I bought, someone made, like, custom for the specific process, and it, like, it's foolproof. Like, before, people would literally take, like, razor blades to try to pop oh, it off. Oh, my which God. Which, that is, like, hell no. I mean, I trust that the, that the vice thing that you have is going to work fine. My concern... And it always has been ever since I, I even got into building a PC is the process of going through and uh, and putting the chip into the motherboard and clamping it down. That's always that terrifying. Is like, you're like, this is too hard. I'm going to break it. Yeah. <laughs> this is too right. much force. Because I, you know, I don't think I did anything wrong with the first build. I do think it was a faulty CPU, but I've been like, I've been scarred from it. And like, <laughs> it was, like, I don't your know. First time. I just. You did, yeah. you got you got bad luck the first time. I okay. ha well, I wasted. Well, yeah, I had to buy a new motherboard because of it. I mean, not really because of it, but you know what I mean. Then I sold the motherboard, and the guy's like, "The motherboard doesn't work." I'm like, "Pretty sure that's bullshit," but okay. So now I have this like presumably broken hundred dollar motherboard sitting around that I need to do something with. I don't know what to do. Sell it for parts on eBay or something. I don't know. Sell it for parts? Just I don't know. Play with it. What? What do you want me to do? put it where? But play with it. Do another build another PC or make a frame it. <laughs> Put it on the wall. Frame it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Some Back cool at the lab, lab, here we have uh, the motherboard, <laughs> my first one that I broke. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's uh, very exciting. I'm excited yes. for you. I'm scared as hell for you as well, though. So It'll be fine. Um, Maybe I'll stream it. Maybe I'll like put the laptop, like put the webcam on the laptop like facing down, and like we'll see. We'll you see could. I could. You could do that. We're branching out. What the fun cast is now. What the whatever cast. Anything cast. <laughs> yeah, it's a variety show. It's all it has been. Well, it's, uh, I guess truly it has been. 
Well, yeah, yeah, I'd say it, it's it is a variety show. I'd agree with that. Yeah, that would be that'd be interesting to watch because I'd be cringing the whole time. But <laughs> like, wait, he's gonna break it. I'd be panicked yeah. too. I'm already sweating just thinking about it. It'll be fine. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. Like I said, the hardest part is like clamping it back down to the motherboard. Everything else, I'm sure, is Not even really that. easy. It's putting the cooler on. The cooler is so like egregiously the large. Cooler, the cooler. I'm, so it's funny you say that because I've thought about like replacing the cooler because it is so large and I think it makes the whole case look so much more bulky. It does. But I don't know. The cooler isn't that bad. Like there are I better coolers out the cool- there, but like installing any cooler is a hassle because of like how you have to screw it in and it's just obnoxious right so i actually i felt okay doing the cooler the last time i did that i had to pop it off um to replace the motherboard initially it was i don't know it wasn't that bad wasn't as bad as the first time the first time i was so nervous because you just have to like put it on top and make sure that it matches up and the thermal paste is on the cpu and yeah it's all sliding around everywhere and you're like yeah right Uh, thermal paste is yeah yeah, yes. Th- thermal paste is truly the antichrist. Yeah, so well now I've upgraded to liquid metal paste, which is oh good. Hopefully, you get little bits of metal in your fingers. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be really great. It's corrosive, so you can't get it on your fingers. <laughs> so oh, that should be fun. That's that's a lot of fun. It's you literally well, just need like a tiniest little teardrop. Anyways, we're going in depth about something that a lot of people I feel like don't care about. So down the rabbit on. hole we go, just like you said. <laughs> All right. So what else? What else have you done besides uh, spent twelve hours or twenty four hours, whatever it was, reviewing oh. how to delege your cpu i have fallen with some guys when the fall guys that. <laughs> the guys Just, uh, fallen with the bros <laughs> Fallen with the boys um play a little bit more horizon um and then one of our friends convinced us we both played this one of our friends convinced us to play ticket to ride um which is like a board game that's been around presumably for a while now um, but it now has digital versions that um, are available. It's available on Steam. It's available on mobile. It's available on Xbox Game Pass. But the Game Pass version doesn't allow multiplayer. Um, but the Steam and mobile versions have multiplayer, and it's cross-platform. So we were playing on our phones, and our friend was playing on, on Steam, and we were playing together. And it's kind of a like a I don't know how to describe it. It's like you build train lines, which doesn't sound exciting when you say it, but it's a very very fun and very competitive um, strategy game. I almost killed Paul a few times. Um, but, yes, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm into it. I was into it. Yeah, it, that, that was a lot of fun. And, yes, we did play that. And I, and I was more impressed at how well the mobile apps worked, and especially with cross-play, right? So I don't think I could say with a straight face that we've ever played anything that's been like a cross-play type of deal where it's like, we have a friend that's on one system, and I'm on another, and you're on another, and we actually have to use crossplay to play together, right? That's always kind of been like the pipe dream, yeah. where games that we've wanted for it to support have never supported it. So that was kind of a welcome surprise to like, see that it was supported by cross-gen. So. Yes, that was awesome. Because then at first we were like, oh, do we all have to buy it on Steam? Well, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's more expensive on Steam, whereas the mobile version is $7. Um, so it was, it was good that like she didn't have to rebuy it. We didn't have to pay more right it was good worked out surprisingly shockingly well like zero latency i mean not that it's like a fast-paced game or anything but right um it was good yeah and no uh, it definitely was yeah um besides that just been watching more cora um will not be watching anything else until i'm finished with cora but loving it so far um i think i'm on season two yeah i'm like five episodes in season two should definitely watch avatar when you finish Glee, <laughs> it's on a list. We we haven't even watched Glee in a while. What have we Good. even been doing? I don't even know. I've been I, like I think last week was like an all time high of uh, 
of number of times that I like finish working and just fall asleep on the couch. So that's that's always fun. Mood. But aside from that, I've also been playing Fall Guys. I booted up Fortnite because they're doing the Marvel season, and I wanted to try that out. And Fortnite has changed a whole hell of a lot since I've last played it. And it hasn't even been that long ago. Like, I think back to, like, was it last Christmas? Christmas before? Last I don't know. Christmas. It wasn't even that long ago that I played that game. And I feel like so much has changed. You can go, like, fishing now in the game. Fishing? And, like, you get, you get fish, and I guess they give you health. I don't know. I caught some fish, and then I ran away because I was getting shot at. Um, there's, like, boats. There's cars. There's gas that you have to use to fill up the, the gas tank for the cars. And I'm like, this is a lot. So it's fun for what it is. I still have, like, I have, like, $5 of V-Bucks from all the time that I put into it that I earned. You can, like, earn 100 V-Bucks, which is a dollar, like, as part of a challenge or whatever when you buy the pass. And I bought the pass in the past. So, haha, bought the pass in the past. Ha-ha. So, anyway... <laughs> The, the it's it's cool. They just put um, the Black Panther statue in the game. Coincidentally, uh, not uh, not because of any recent events, but just because it was on the roadmap to do. But yeah, so I played that. Uh, that was kind of interesting. Played some rounds. It's fun. Like the the team rumble they call it, which you've played with me before, where it's just like forty on forty or whatever it is. Or yeah, I think it's twenty on twenty, forty on forty, and it's like team deathmatch. That's kind of fun, and um, and it, it's fun for what it is. I don't know. It's an easy like pick up and play. What I've realized is. It's a lot easier for me to play pick-up-and-play games where I can play for 20 minutes or play for half an hour or play for an hour and then just not get too invested in it um, just because of the lack of time lately. But uh, lately, in as in ever since I graduated college. So... Um, as in forever. Yeah, and then so Ticket to Ride you touched on. Uh, we played some Overwatch. We streamed some Overwatch, too. That was a lot of fun. I'm kind of upset that we didn't get to play more of the Lucio Ball remix. Um, did we stream? Because that was a ton of fun. Yeah, we streamed that a while ago. Oh, we did. You're right. And Tati captured, there's a clip of me being like, I'm going to leave the goal to try to make like a heroic shot with the three-point ball, and then it immediately got stolen from me, and they made the shot, and we lost. She I, clipped it? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I sent it in the chat. It was so funny. Oh, I didn't um, see it. But, yes, well, um, I'll retweet it as the little podcast. But, yeah, we've been streaming a bunch um, in general, or I've been streaming a bunch. But I know. I'm trying to stream need to do more. more things. I, the Switch is right here. It's staring at me. I even downloaded like new games to stream, and then I just need to like sit down and play them. Which... I did download slash buy buy download. Um, what the golf? So, oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. Our friends at Triband that that made that cute little uh, clipping of me saying uh and what and hmm, and <laughs> <In> anyways <huh. laughs> and anyways. Oh my gosh! I really I've yeah, never noticed was... how much I say that. I know. I was like, like, I guess I can never speak again on the podcast. (laughs) Podcast Here I was thinking I was good. Um, No, there's another one. Uh, (laughs) uh, Anyways, um, so, uh, but that was really, really well done. So shout out to Triband for doing that and tweeting it out. I was like very shook because they pretty much made a little ad for the sale of What the Golf with my dumb voice being cut up into all these little pieces. So, I think it was both shocked. of us, actually. I think you had some part in it, too. Yeah, no, it was us. It was both of us. Yeah. But I'm just shocked that they sat there and listened to the entire one-hour episode to cut it up. Like, there's no way you could have done that without listening to the whole thing. Yeah. Like, they really knew what they were doing. Which, Thanks for calling us out. Yeah, I was very I was very impressed. So, thank you for that. Go yes. by what the, what the Golf. I was going to say go by What the Fun Cast. Go <laughs> by What too. the Golf Buy on us. Switch. I don't know if it's on sale anymore. But uh, if it is, great. If it's not just pony up the dollars uh 
anyway, so what else have I been playing? There it is. It's like it's triggered in my head. I can see it in the video. Um, I also started Outer Worlds on PC and Control, actually. Yes, I haven't played much of them, but I started them. So I actually went through and booted up both. Control is weird as hell, so I'll probably give that a chance. But um, I wanted to give Outer Worlds more of a shot because you, you keep telling me that you think it's a game that, I, that I'll get into. So I, I'm going to try to play more of that. I actually sat down on a Saturday. I, I don't know what day it was, but I sat down and like just like sat down and played games on my PC, which I haven't done in a very long time. So... It's just, I don't know. I guess I got caught up, or I continue to get caught up. Every time I sit down to play anything, my body and my brain are like, think about all the things you have to do right now. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, you're right. Shouldn't That's be playing me, games. but with so, work. Yeah, and I keep buying them, so I keep wasting money on them. So That's um, literally me with work. Like, I'll sit down, and I'm like, hmm, what are the things could I need to do before I actually start working? <laughs> and then, like, it'll be all these random chores that, like, I never would have done uh, at any other time. Like, over the weekend, I'm like, eh, I'll do that later. But when it's time to work, I'm like, mm, I should really do this right now. It's pressing. And then, yeah. Anyways, that's that's a mess. It is. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it is. I've only gotten like maybe th- an hour, th- maybe thirty minutes into Outer Worlds. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Control, I had a decent amount of time in, maybe like an hour as well. I had definitely had more time in Control than I had in. Uh, Outer Worlds. Worlds. Wow, I totally drew a blank. I just remembered. I tried out Battletoads, and I think that that was after the last episode. Yes, it was. So I tried out Battletoads, and I got, like, I have, like, two or three hours in that game. So I don't think I talked at all about that. And that, and I, it just, it just hit my brain. So Battletoads on Xbox uh, came out as, as part of Game Pass, and I played that, and it's, uh, it's fun. I mean, it's definitely hard as hell in some cases, uh, but it was it was fun enough that I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'm gonna beat it, but it's some levels are like beat 'em up, then some levels are like just like racing, and then another level was like you do chores, but like you just keep <laughs> hitting the same button in different successions. So it was almost like a rhythm game, I guess you could say. So that was kind of interesting. Interesting game. I'd say it's a solid like seven out of ten. I'd say it's enjoyable, but not something that like unless you have real rich nostalgia for Battletoads. I don't know how much people are gonna like it. So I I know it's been getting fairly decent reviews so um i'll try it out yeah, i mean so, it's on i don't game know pass. that's that there's no excuse yeah. not to yeah yeah game pass is nice and then i did boot up spirit fairer which we talked about as being part of the indie world showcase yes. uh wait was the indie world showcase? yeah it was that. indie world showcase yeah so yeah. i started playing that and then i kind of got it was like yeah, you, know, you talk to the characters, and it's like, what do you want to do? Talk, give them something, hug them, and I'm like, I don't have the patience for this right now. So, <laughs> I it, you need to be in a mood to actually play that game. Um, so I have to I have to give that another shot. And then what else did I download on Game Pass? I think that was it. So yes, I'm making a conscious effort to try to play Game Pass games more and try them out and see what they're like. So yes, I but I downloaded. Um I downloaded Spirit Fair, and I also tried to download Hypnospace Outlaw, um, but for whatever reason, it won't download on my PC, so I have to download it on Xbox, I guess. Um, but that also looks like it's pretty interesting, so we'll see how it is. It's like the 90s internet-based mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I saw that. Or something like that. I don't know. It looks very interesting. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll stream that. Yeah, uh, the, I've heard that game is strange, but I think it's gotten pretty good reviews, too, I think. It's like an maybe. internet simulator. Yes, I don't know. It's like a... I don't know. I have no idea what the gameplay is actually like. It just looks interesting. 
Um, and then nostalgia kind of piqued my interest. So I'm like, oh, I'll try it. It's free. Why not? Nostalgia piqued your interest. The nostalgia uh, levels of the internet. Mm-hmm. Remember GeoCities yeah. back in the day? Oh, oh my God. God. GeoCities. We could have had a GeoCities website with GIFs. We could have. Scrolling, or like the text that's all wavy, and like the cursor is all like, leaves like a, a trail. Oh my god, the cursor leaves a trail, remember, remember that? Remember that? Right. Oh my god, that was like the best feature on Windows. I think you could still activate that. Maybe I will. Oh my god, <laughs> I please. Current computer. Um, so for the record, I don't believe what the golf is still on sale. I just checked uh, eShop, but since I own it, it doesn't tell me, but usually it shows like 20% off or whatever next to it. But I will further investigate. Good to know. I mean, it's not that, like, it was just $5 off on sale. It's still only a $20 game at full price. Um, yeah, and it's definitely worth it. It's it's a lot of fun. And it, and once again, going back to what I said before, it's a very easy pickup and play as well. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, is that it for what you've done, what I've done? I think so. Shall we move into that is the all. hottie potties? Yes, the hottie potties. I hate I that. Know. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not. So we don't have much wow. in the way... <laughs> We don't have much in the way of news, considering we didn't have an episode last week. The The idea behind not having an episode last week was because Gamescom started on Thursday, and we were like, oh, there's going to be so much news, maybe we'll even live stream. Well, we didn't realize that Gamescom, the opening night, night, so to speak, in Germany, was 2 p.m. Eastern time, and we have jobs that didn't allow us to live stream during that. Um, and then it turns out that not much news happened at all at Gamescom, at least not news that, like, was particularly notable like a bunch of new games were announced and a bunch of them look really cool um but it's nothing that if we just talk about you're gonna be like wow i really want to look into that because we're just what i feel like at this point you know that we're bad at describing things that we don't know much about so (laughs) wow if you're you're interested in any of the new games that were announced the gamescom i encourage you to uh you know look up a roundup on you know our friends at ign or um, we literally are going to go through a roundup. What are you doing? But, like, a real roundup? Like, of every single thing? Yeah, real thing? enough that we both looked at it. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll go through it. You can make your disclaimer later. We'll go through it. All right. I might said, listen, ladies and gentlemen, of people of the What the Fun cast, I don't know shit about shit. <laughs> it's true. I don't. Um, so, anyways, uh, not much news has, passed, or has happened in the entertainment world besides the fact that theaters have reopened, um, which is disconcerting but anyways um theaters someplace in the world are reopened none in the areas that uh, that we live in you know in the tri-state area um but they are open somewhere and people have seen the new mutants finally after you know two some years of that movie being delayed and delayed and delayed again um and also tenet have both been released um the new mutants unfortunately is apparently a terrible movie um <laughs> people keep saying it is the worst x-men movie ever made um, even worse than Dark Phoenix, which was, you know, already pretty bad. Um, it is currently sitting at a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. I remember seeing a headline. I want to say it was from, I don't remember where it was from, but it was like, someone said, I guess all the cool super <laughs> superpowers were taken. Um, oh, I saw so, that. That's uh, right. Yeah. Apparently not great, which is unfortunate. Um, not oh, unexpected, Bowtie Cinema's though. Majestic Six. This is the one you were talking about. That's the only That's the one I was talking about. In Stanford, yeah. Connecticut perfect anyways let's um, get in the car yeah and then uh tenet came out and apparently that one's pretty good people are saying it's not his not christopher nolan's best um it is sitting at a 7.8 or sorry 78 percent on rotten tomatoes it's got an 8 out of 10 on imdb um it seems like it's a fun movie i wish i could see it <laughs> but i can't um 
side note, New Mutants is out on video on demand, on premium video on demand, um, so you could buy it. Uh, so if you're looking to experience the shittier of the two movies, you can. Yeah. Tenet, you'll have to wait a little while. I don't think that one's going to be seeing premium VOD at least for a few months. Um, but I'm kind of So sh- Tenet did actually come out. I thought it was further... I mean, I guess it wasn't further delayed if it's out, yeah. right? They both came out the same weekend. And somehow mm. it's made $53.6 million in its first box office weekend with, like, all two theaters that are open. Interesting. I'm just trying to see... Hold on. On the Wikipedia, I want to see, like, how many theaters did it open in? Five. Um, huh, I don't know. Because no Regals or AMCs near where we are are open at all. Um, there's literally only the one Bowtie Cinemas in Connecticut that's open. So, very interesting that it was able to make that much money. Yes. But, um, yeah. We'll see. It did have a budget. So the box office was fifty-three million for the first weekend. The budget is two hundred to roughly two hundred twenty-five million. So we'll see if it ever hits those numbers. Good luck, Christopher Nolan. Believe in you. Yeah, he was very adamant about getting the game, getting the movie out. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. It's what you get. I don't know what to tell you. We'll see. It could have just delayed it, but we had to usher in the new era of post-COVID mm. movies. I guess. Sure. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. All right. Whatever whatever is best. Yes. Anyways, um, and then in some solemn news, so this one I actually found out while on stream um, last Friday, and I was planning on streaming some cool Overwatch, and then this one kind of put a damper on things. Um, this has been kind of pretty sad all weekend, um, but Chadwick Boseman of Black Panther and uh, 42 and um, Marshall and... I don't even remember the other ones. Um, the actor has passed uh, of cancer that he was actually fighting for the past four years. Um, so ever since his first film in Captain America Civil War, uh, first film in, in the Marvel Universe, I mean, not first film ever, um, first film in the Marvel Universe in Captain America Civil War, he had already been diagnosed and been fighting this cancer, colon cancer, um, that was in stage three for basically four years. Um, and, you know, proceeded to give us some incredible performances in all of the movies that he's been able to be in. Um, up until his his passing so very upsetting um he was only 43 years old but you know i don't know there's not much to say it is just very very upsetting and shocking news um but there have been a lot of beautiful tributes by ryan coogler who directed or directed um black panther um his co-stars you know very very upsetting news but yeah, this was uh, super upsetting. I was telling you before, I thought that when I saw the news that it was a hoax, I actually saw it in another Discord, and I for sure thought it was fake. And everyone's like, oh, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. I'm like, mm, okay, right. And yeah, this all came out. And just to think, having cancer is one thing, and being able to hide it in the middle of so much press and everything else that he went through and... Being and you know, being the person that he was, and visiting children in the hospital, and making these appearances on talk shows, and not being able to say anything, or choosing not to say anything about his cancer, uh, shows what kind of person he was, and the fact that he truly was like a real life superhero, uh, and didn't want to take away his image for the children that looked up to him and the people that looked up to him. And I also did not realize that he was only 43 years old. Uh, well, that he was 43 years old. I thought he was much younger than that. But um, either way, 43 is an incredibly young age to die, and it's just it's just very unfortunate. So, 
yes, our thoughts and, and condolences are with his family, of course. Um, I know everyone's, when they saw the news, everyone kind of jumped to the, well, who's going to play Black Panther in the next movie? Like, that's the last of everyone, that should be the last of everyone's concerns. I mean, this is a human life we're talking about, so take your entertainment yes. concerns and put them to the side for a few minutes and, and let the people that knew him and had the, the chance to cherish him uh, in person and, you know, in real life and give them a chance to mourn and grieve this horrible loss. A hundred percent agreed. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, all right. Enough psalm news. Moving on to more exciting news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely more exciting news. So you're still super yes. low, by the way. We're texting back and forth, but I'm just going to ruin the show <laughs> and say it. Right. Behind the scenes. So, okay, now I hear you. You just had to yell a little bit. That's all. Yeah, well, so I increased my, my input volume to 100 because I had lowered it oh, before, but then with the automatic game control, I guess I was doing weird things. We're using Discord for the first time, not to record the episode, but to talk to each other while we record the episode, and things are clearly not going as smooth as we want. I think we mentioned this earlier in the episode. I have short-term memory loss. I'm Dory. We, we <laughs> did. We did mention this earlier in the episode, but yes. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's okay. We forgive you. Uh, we forgive you because it's time to move into the video game news, and yes. the old news that we have to share here from august 25th imagine that was like a decade ago or like <laughs> six or seven week. days ago yeah it's fine so this one comes from the verge and this kind of took the world not the world that is being extremely dramatic it took the <laughs> internet by storm uh and there's a rumor that nintendo's reportedly releasing an upgraded Nint- nintendo switch next year Ugh, finally. Uh, so this one comes from the verge uh who is reporting on different claims but more most substantially from bloomberg uh, so The Verge says, um, Bloomberg says Nintendo has looked into including more computing power and 4K high-definition graphics. While the econo- uh, Economic Daily News mentions improved visual- visuals, Nintendo did release two Switch models last year, but they used a more power-efficient version of the original hardware to enable a smaller form factor and better battery life without notable performance improvements. Uh, so the Switch, they go into a little bit about Switch being uh, based around uh, NVIDIA's Tegra X1 system on a chip, so, according to Bloomberg, uh, the new model will be released alongside a stronger lineup of games, which could go some way to explaining Nintendo's light software schedule this year. The company hasn't announced any big titles for this holiday season, when much of the attention will fall on the launch of the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Nintendo does, however, have major titles still in the pipeline after being announced years ago, like Metro Prime 4 and the sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. So, it may well make sense to promote them alongside new, more powerful hardware. So... One thing is, so details are pretty scarce. That's pretty much all we have. Uh, aside from that, it would come out in early 2021. And it's uh, coming from reports in Taiwan's uh, Economic Daily News, and then obviously also Bloomberg, like I mentioned before. But there was also a little blurb in there, in the original report, saying that there would be more interactivity. However you want to define that. Whether that, you know, I joked that that would mean 3D graphics and a, 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 a stylus for a touch display, right? Obviously, that's hopefully not the case. But more interactivity, I would say, could be something more along the lines of, like, the HD Rumbles and the Joy-Cons with the little sensor on the front of it. I could see more stuff like that happening, like 1-2 Switch 2 almost coming out or something like that. So, it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. I think we've all wanted a Switch Pro at this point seeing Mario in 4K has become something of a pipe dream, uh, which (laughs) is okay. I mean, you know, we've always known Nintendo's always been, like, a half to a full generation behind graphically. So, you know, I've just learned to ignore it, but I know that that would be pretty cool if we got that as well. And we've all kind of wanted a Switch Pro, whether that looks like a bigger screen or a more uh, efficient 
less of a bezel on the actual screen of the Switch and kind of like little touch-ups here and there that would make a fantastic Switch as it is today even better in a Pro model. Yeah, I mean, I think the advantage to a Switch Pro would be that these ports that we get, like, you know, Witcher 3, Skyrim, etc., just being able to run even those, like, older games at a higher fidelity would be an awesome boost to, like, I don't know, I feel like the Switch is kind of like the budget console for, for a lot of families or a lot of kids and a lot of people in general. Um, and, you know, being able to play those third-party games that they might not have had access to before, but not sacrificing so much in terms of graphical quality. Like, I know that The Witcher 3 is absolutely playable, but you look at it compared and it's like night and day. It's like putting on your glasses versus having them off and you're like, wow, I can't see anything. Um, so. Right. Hopefully, hopefully this is you know real. I'm very much wanting a Switch Pro. I mean, not that I really need it. I think the Switch is great as it is, but you know, smaller bezels would be nice. Better battery life would be good. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So I think that the 4K output would have to be in docked mode. I don't know what the benefit would be in handheld mode. Like the people were saying, oh, we could put an OLED screen in, right? Instead of what's there today. So I just. Nintendo has not been good at making those big jumps without kind of getting crazy about the price. Example being the Wii U um, and everything that went on with that. It's like, oh, we have HD graphics now, but pay up, right? So yeah. that's it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I'm sure this is coming. I think it's only a matter of time. I think it would be silly for them to release that this year with the other two consoles coming out to say, hey, we have like a Switch 1.5 or you know whatever that looks like, 1.75. Yeah. Uh, where it's a marginal graphical enhancement, uh, which 4K, HD to 4K is pretty big, but for all intents and purposes, I don't think it would exclude... It would be more like a new 3DS versus 3DS, which I think that would make a lot bigger of a splash in March of next year than it would in November of this year. Yeah, there's no way a Switch Pro would compete against PS5 and Xbox Series X. No, um, it's two different two different bodies of water entirely that they're playing in. Yes, um, but I I don't know about 4K. Like, I hear that they have looked into it, but I don't think that that's feasible nor necessary. Like, I don't know. What are you trying to play on Switch that needs 4K? Like, I'm sure Breath of the Wild would look great in 4K, but it still looks great now. Like, there's, it's not like it's missing anything, you know? I think right. just higher fidelity of the existing 1080p um, would, be, would be cool. Speaking of something completely also, like, related but not really, um, I got, like, this YouTube video suggested to me yesterday that i just remembered um and it was like someone running breath of the wild with ray tracing and i looked in the video and apparently there is like a switch emulator out there because they were running it on their windows pc but they turned on race tracing and it looks like ridiculously good like i couldn't even it's like night and day um but are I you sure it wasn't like a wii tracing. u emulator no it was a switch emulator or i don't know if it was a wii u emulator because breath of the wilds on wii u is my, my point is it Really? Seriously? Wait, is it really? You didn't know that? No. Go look it Maybe up. Maybe I did, but I like totally forgot. I f- totally forgot that it was a cross-gen release. Anyways, who brought it on Wii U? You did. <laughs> he got up <laughs> to go get it. I, like... He can't even hear me, so I can't talk to him. I'll talk to you guys. I... Oh, hold on. He's sitting down. He's putting his headphones back on. I was just going to say, I could not recall something less like that has been completely wiped from my brain that that was a cross-gen release 
Really? Oh. Well, yeah, it was gonna. It was supposed to come out for the Wii U first, and then they pushed it over to um, being a Switch title. But, like, I, how many units did you think that they sold for the Wii U? Like, why did they even bother printing? That, that's why I've got it sealed. It was, like, on clearance at Walmart. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep this sealed, and one day, be a millionaire. Probably. It's probably going to be extremely rare. Cause like, I bet you... It? I bet you it's not worth much. I mean, not now. You never know what the future might hold once it hits the fan. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. Okay, so maybe it was a Wii U emulator, but regardless, the ray tracing looked great. So, uh, not that the Switch Pro will bring ray tracing, because I think that would be an extreme leap, especially for Nintendo. Uh, but I think uh, 4K is also an extreme leap as well. I think we'll just see higher fidelity akin to like a new Nintendo 3DS um, kind of little bump or like an Xbox to Xbox One X or PS4 or 4 to PS4 Pro that kind of bump. Yeah, th- I mean those are pretty big bumps too, but yes, I I know what you I know what you mean. Yeah, I just think 4K on a, on a portable console even just in dock mode would still be a lot. I don't know. Well, well I guess remember the right, so it could be Switch came out 2016. <coughs> the switch could be largely the same, but maybe the dock has like more more beef in it, where the dock actually has brains and it's not just a pass through, right? Where the dock you plug it into the dock and it's like a computer dock almost, where you have some form like of the GPU. GPU. Yeah, that's right. also possible. But those that means big money. That means big money. Is that what you said? I said I said means, but yes, oh, I meant I heard beans. So what? What about beans? speaking of beans? <laughs> Black Ops Cold War was officially revealed. Ah uh, yes, Bean Ops Cold Beans. So I'm not really sure we care about this, but this one comes from IGN. Uh, bottom line is, Black Ops Cold War, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is officially revealed. It's been long rumored and leaked a dozen or so times at this point. Uh, it. Excuse me. It launches uh, globally on November 13th. Uh, so this is the new Call of Duty that's coming from Treyarch slash Raven. It's a co-production. Um, they revealed it inside of Call of Duty Warzone, which is interesting. So they're taking a page out of Fortnite's book. Uh, and it's going to have a new campaign, a new multiplayer, and a new zombie experience, and a continuation of Warzone. Uh, so, just reading a couple blurbs you see from IGN here, Black Ops Cold War will feature the following game modes according to its Battle.net description campaign. Black Ops Cold War will drop fans into the depths of the Cold War, Cold War's volatile, volatile, wow, uh, geopolitical battle of the early 1980s, nothing is ever as it seems, and a gripping single-player campaign where players will come face-to-face with historical figures and hard truths as they battle around the globe through iconic locales like East Berlin, Vietnam, Turkey, Soviet KGB headquarters, and more. Uh, multiplayer, bringing Cold War arsenal of weapons and equipment into the next generation of multiplayer in Black Ops Cold War. Enrage, enrage, <laughs> engage, engage in deniable operations as an elite operative using state-of-the-art tools of the tradecraft across a variety of experiences, from small skirmishes to all-out vehicle-fueled warfare. And zombies, uncovered dark Cold War experiments that unleash a new zombie threat Take on the fr- take on in frightening and intense cooperative gameplay with friends. When was the so, last time COD had zombies? I uh, think it's been a no, I think it was. I think it was recently. Call of Duty Zombies. I think it's primarily the Black Ops games, which Black Ops Four was the one before. Yeah, Black Ops Four was the one before Modern Warfare, so two years ago. Oh, okay. So it was recent. Never mind. 
Yeah, so it's like every other year. So the, the, the cycle they used to do was Infinity Ward would do one game and then Treyarch would do another game. They keep going back and forth uh, year over year. So things got messy and Infinity Ward kind of stopped and, and dis- dissipated. And I think that I, I got to look at who made Modern Warfare, but pretty much it was like a, a skeleton crew from Infinity Ward and then uh, some other folks that they brought on. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's still Infinity Ward, but the majority of the original Infinity Ward left. So interesting. Yeah, I keep like looking at the the chronology of the games, and I like it never makes sense to me. So I just, yeah, no, I it never up. will. So what else doesn't make sense are the next gen upgrades. So yes. buckle in. Uh, so Activision put up put out an FAQ about all the ways that you can purchase Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and the cross gen capabilities for each. So if you buy the standard edition on PS4, either digitally or physically. You have an option to buy an upgrade to the PS5 version of the game. However, if you buy physically, the disc will still be required to be inserted in your PS5, even if you're playing the upgraded version. Meanwhile, the Xbox PS4 One disc, correct. Okay. So, meanwhile, Xbox One purchases cannot upgrade their version to the Xbox Series X version if you buy the physical edition. Upgrades for digital editions on Xbox One are quote currently being evaluated, according to Activision. Both current-gen versions will be backwards compatible on the PS5 and Xbox Series X, whether you buy digital or physical editions. But if you wish to upgrade, that's where uh, things get even murkier. Yeah. So, for the next-gen version, the PS5 Standard Edition includes only the PS5 version of the game, while the Xbox Series X Standard Edition includes an Xbox Series X disc that can also be played on Xbox One. And there's also a digital cross-gen version of the game, which entitles players to both current and next-gen versions of the game. I think this that is was exhausting. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, so so much for Xbox Play Anywhere, or not Play Anywhere. Uh, um, what was the Smart Delivery? Smart Delivery. That's what I'm looking for. Close. Right, enough. right, right, right. So uh, there's an article here from Tech Radar that pretty much says. However, Activision is selling a cross-gen digital version of the game, which costs sixty-four ninety-nine. So seriously, they're going to charge $5 for an upgrade? Um, interesting. I don't know. That that seems to be TBD still. Remember so, how Cyberpunk was like, yeah, we'll just give you a free upgrade, and it's easy? Like, what well, is the point of all these different digital entitlements and physical? Like, just up. So you know what's even more confusing? You should look at these box arts. I'm going to send you this link. These box arts for um, the Xbox Series X slash Xbox One version are also just as exhausting. So there's a tweet in here that shows the two of them side by side. It's literally like the Xbox One version says Xbox One at the top of the box. And then it says Xbox One, then Xbox Series X. Then the Xbox Series X version has an extra logo in the corner. And then it says Xbox Series X, Xbox One. And then on the very bottom right-hand corner, it says Xbox Series X plus Xbox One. I have no idea what the hell the difference is between the two of those games. So, Godspeed to everybody. Well, the the one that says Xbox Series X in the corner is the Series X, like, upgraded one. Right. So, one what, do you, so does what does that mean? Does that mean that I'm going to pop in the Xbox One version and I'll get the Xbox One fidelity on my Series X? Because that no. sounds so, pretty stupid. So if you look at the first one, the first cover art next to the ESR- ESRB rating says Xbox One game playable on X series. I don't know why it says X series instead of Series X. This looks almost like photoshopped. <laughs> but the next one is 
the actual Series X version. So the first one is just backwards compatible, but they list Series X on the thing. It also says Xbox One first in that little gray area, whereas the other one says Xbox Series X first. This is, as a consumer though, no one's gonna know the difference. This right. is a disaster. They're, someone's just gonna grab it and, and buy whatever one they have, right? Whatever yeah. one somebody picks up first. So let's get, speaking of confusing, let's get a little deeper in here. So this one comes from Video Games Chronicles. Video Games Chronicle, I should say. <laughs> Xbox Series S has seemingly been referenced again by a Microsoft product. So somebody went out and bought an Xbox controller straight from Microsoft, and they opened it up. Okay, no problem. Inside there is a free trial of Game Pass Ultimate for presumably like 14 days or whatever. And on, on, that, um, on that little piece of paper or whatever that comes with it, it references the Xbox Series S again. So it literally says, redeem code for 14 days free. Includes Xbox Live Gold and unlimited access to over 100 high-quality games on Xbox Series X. And then the same line that we saw on the controller boxes. And then S, comma, Xbox One, comma, and Windows 10. So I don't know. This I, is I don't know what Microsoft's doing disaster. here. Just announce the goddamn system. I mean, oh, well. talk about, like, under under you know behind the door or behind closed door ways that COVID is screwing things up i'm sure that this merchandise was out and shipped or in the process of shipping when series s was going to be announced already so i long for the day and i'll get to this maybe later but i don't know running kind of late when i was like oh we have nothing to talk about again as usual for the 14th millionth time 89th time in a row we love um, to ramble (laughs) i cannot wait for the day that i wake up and we see the ps5 price PS5 availability date, Xbox Series X price, Xbox Series S announcement, Xbox Series S price, and then launch date for both of those. Right? It's just... Speaking of launches of next-gen consoles, which I know you're going to get onto this soapbox if eventually... That was my soapbox. It's over. Okay, perfect. I'm going to add on to it then. Um, The PS5 pre-order thing, I don't know if we talked about that. So Sony has opened up pre-orders for the PS5 directly through them, and you have to, like... Your eligibility is based on how big of a PlayStation fan you are. <laughs> like, you put in your PSN ID, and then they're like, all right, we'll get back to you if you think you're eligible. And it's presumably based off of, like, how much you utilize your PS4. So if you, I don't know, play it all the time, then I guess you're going to be, like, first in line for a PS5. But, you know, that's obviously directly through Sony, which isn't ideal. Um, but, yeah, very first strange. First in the virtual queue? Obviously. It's a very strange pre-order system. I nothing has been confirmed whether or not this is the only way to pre-order a PS5, um, but it is the only retailer that has open pre-orders. Considering the price is still not well, not I guess they haven't opened pre-orders. They've just opened a a sign up for pre-orders. But I guess it was you that suggested this, and I'm like maybe that's actually what's going to happen. Is that they only take pre-orders through Sony officially because there's like limited stock or something and then like retailers don't have access to it or something which i think would be a disaster i don't think that's what's gonna actually happen but i think that would be it's not out of the realm of possibility at this point everything's possible it's that's what i was saying we don't have the pricing for consoles that are going to come out in two months so people can't set their budgets accordingly right or even i don't know it's a mess right it's it, it is it is an absolute mess and it's very disappointing and i get covid is I get COVID is is ongoing and it's kind of messing things up and I totally get it. But at the same time, I mean, someone's got to pull the trigger and say, okay, yeah, here's the price, here's the availability. And if that means that someone's got to push out the launch, 
right? There are so many articles and so many podcasts out there right now talking about should Sony and Microsoft just push the release of the systems to the spring? And would that suck? Sure, that would suck. But just rip off the Band-Aid already. Stop stringing us along because at this point, there's a lot of people, myself included, that firmly believe that these systems are going to be out in two months and... We have no idea what a launch lineup looks like. We have no idea what the price of the system looks like, let alone a date. Nothing, right? Which is, frankly, kind of anti-consumer to some extent because, like you said, right, There's there are people that are not adults like us that are saving every penny that they have, like kids and, and otherwise, that want a new system and they want to save up for the system. That requires time. I mean, you know, yeah, could they go and start saving up, you know, hundreds of dollars, presumably, for the system? Sure, but... I mean, I, I don't know. I just looking back at what we used to know, and I mean, we got pricing for the systems for PS4 and Xbox One at E3, right? And that was a, obviously a very different time. And I think that it was a time where consoles were still console priced like consoles, I should say, whereas now they're priced like PCs. So, and I and I get that, but still, it's pretty shitty. It is, for lack of a better word, unprecedented. In these uncertain times. Oh, um, my gosh. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. We'll obviously report it as soon as they come out. But I'm like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be, like, October 31st. And they're going to be like, the PS5 comes out next week for $600. Yeah, literally. Oh, my God. It comes out tomorrow. What? It's coming and out the, today. The whole thing with only releasing through Sony, I think that'd be pretty shitty as well. And I, you know, they, they keep talking about how many, the numbers they're going to be able to hit with the factory going full steam ahead right now, the way it is, and and this and that. But I just, you know, I, I would hope that they're not the only outlet because then it is going to become a reseller's haven where people are going to be selling PS5s for thousands of dollars. It happens every launch as it is. Please don't feed into it any further. Better put your name in for that pre-order. See if you're a real PlayStation fan. <laughs> see if you can get one just in case. I, did, I know, just right? in case. We'll see I happens. know, I did, I did too. We'll see what happens is right. So, at the end of the day, do we really need these systems? No, we've got plenty of games to play. So, Speaking um, of things I don't need and plenty of games that I won't be able to play on it. Go um, ahead, take it away. Yes, NVIDIA announced their brand new lineup of graphics cards today, the RTX 3000 series, um, which is the first in about two years. The, I think the 2000 series came out in like 2018. Um, but this is also the biggest generational leap that they've made ever. Um, they have kind of blown it out of the park or hit it out of the park with this one. I'm very, very excited. A lot of people are as well. Um, so this one comes from Tom's Hardware. I'm going to kind of uh, skip, skim over this article here. Um, after a long but worth it wait, NVIDIA has announced the chipmaker's spanking new RTX 30 series, codenamed Ampere. Um, or Ampere? Ampere? I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, the GeForce Ampere. RTX 3090, 3080, and 3070. Um, will be coming out in September and October, respectively. Um, the cards boost impressive specs that will vie for the best graphics card uh, for gaming list. Um, the 3090 is kind of the unprecedented here. So previous generation, the 2000 series, the 2080 was the top of the line uh, kind of flagship, so to speak. Um, while the 3080 is still the flagship, so the, the 80 you know, line is still the flagship, um, the 3090 is kind of made for, I don't know who, I don't know, Pixar? Like, it's incredibly powerful. It can stream 8K, or it can play 8K 60fps in games, which has kind of been impossible up until this point. Even the 
latest graphics cards of last generation, the, G, uh, the RTX 2080, couldn't even run Control, which is a game that came out last year, um, at 4K and 60 FPS. It could only reach just above 30 FPS. Um, the 3080 can finally run, uh, I think it's like 60 or 80 FPS, so it's like almost double the performance boost, and the 3090 can run it at 8K, which is insane. Um, and obviously there's, you know, better ray tracing, which is going to be great for, you know, a whole slew of new games are, are now incorporating ray tracing, um, including but not limited to Cyberpunk 2077 and whatnot. Um, there's a whole bunch of different performance boosts and efficiency boosts and things like that. I won't get into the nitty gritty, but know that this is very exciting um, for for the PC gaming community. And I will probably be investing because I have nothing better to spend than my money on, which is a lie. I have plenty of better things to spend my money on. But you know what? Joy is scarce these days. I was so just going to say, my best it, life. yes. Let's um, get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Let's get down to business. Um, but what's the best thing is the pricing is actually really aggressively priced um, for for these cards, which have you know such a crazy performance boost. The thirty seventy will launch at four ninety nine, um, with the thirty eighty at six ninety nine, and then the thirty ninety, which is for I don't know people that you know fly jets every day, um, will be releasing at fourteen ninety nine. Um, I cannot so wait to see not. the videos of Flight Simulator running on a thirty ninety. Honestly, that's probably going to be the only thing that'll like allow the game to run at 4K and 60 FPS. Right, right. Like that game is—it's the new Crisis. Remember Crisis back in the day? And everyone's like, "Well, can it run Crisis?" That's what Flight Simulator is like now. Oh my God! So, quick question. So, I, when I remember when I was hunting for my graphics card, of course, that was in the era of um, mining Bitcoin and stuff like that. So yes. they were very hard to come by, and. When I got mine, though, I remember that like the NVIDIA Founders Edition was technically the cheapest of them all. So, and you might have, the, you might not have the answer to this, but we we're talking about this right before we start recording. So, the third-party cards, I'm pretty sure, will be more expensive, right? They probably will be. I I kind of had it backwards. I assumed like earlier that I had it backwards. Um, I assumed that the NVIDIA Founders Editions, like the official versions that they released, were more expensive, uh, but. I guess I had it backwards. Um, I don't remember what the Founders Edition's prices are to compare anymore because everything's weird now. Um, but are, yeah, are the prices third party still ones, like crazy with video cards? I don't think it is anymore. Even the memory we bought memory two years ago for two hundred and fifty, and that was like at the height of like Bitcoin mining. Two hundred fifty dollars for sixteen gigabytes, and now the same exact memory. I looked back in my Amazon order history; the same exact memory is selling for eighty dollars. I so saw everything that. Has, I did see that. Everything has majorly died down in terms of mining and, and the shortages there. Thank um, God. What a mess that was. Yeah, it was a disaster. We really built at the worst possible time. We um, did. But the, uh, the third-party versions of these graphics cards um, are, I guess, a little bit more expensive just because they incorporate things like they have RGB lighting on board. Um, they'll have like more fans. They'll sell them where they're like already overclocked out of the box, so you don't have to worry mm -hmm. about overclocking yourself. Um, so yeah, it's a, I'll probably wait a little bit, see when the PS5 comes out, if it ever comes out and for how much I have to, how much I have to set aside for that before I decide on upgrading, but it will be nice to play cyberpunk in beautiful 4k with ray tracing. So, right. Yeah, we'll that see. would be, that would be really cool. So I'm looking back at my order history. So I bought, I bought this card so that's interesting. So I bought this card in 2018, and 
renewed, it sells for 400 through Amazon. That's like Amazon's... Oh, actually, technically, it's a third-party seller. So it sells for 400 through a third-party seller. Looks like it's like new and used for 299 so it's all across the board. But I paid 487 at the time. You paid 4 And that was... What? 487 yeah. Holy crap. I don't think I played that much for mine. That was MSRP, though, at the time. I don't think I paid that much for mine, though, because I remember just recently looking back at it. Um, here, I'll look mine up while you can take the next one, because we're... All right, yes, yeah, so we're running out of time. Running out of time, but yeah. All right, so real quick. So Ahmed mentioned Gamescom earlier, so I'll run through some of the announcements here. We I did find an article uh, from PCGamesN.com, who did, in fact, cover all games, not just PC games. So very cool. Thank you all for that, because uh, we did not have a roundup, because we were watching, not really watching, but we kind of caught the uh, everything that kind of went down after, after it happened, so... Um, pretty cool that we got to uh, get this little nice roundup here. So, anyway, uh, nothing major, like really, like holy shit moments. But the Doom Eternal DLC was uh, shown off. Uh, Fall Guys Season Two was shown off a little bit. Uh, going down the list here, Scarlet Nexus uh, had a new gameplay trailer. That's Bandai Namco's, uh, like the, that's like a very anime looking game. Uh, Quantum Error uh, had some uh, trailers. Uh, had a trailer. Had some trailer. Had some trailers shown off, um, and it kind of looked like Dead Space. Uh, <laughs> Dirt Five uh, showed showed off a playground mode. Jurassic World Evolution's coming to Switch. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War showed off a little more of their story content. Unknown Nine Awakening, uh, which is about a woman in India who sees a visions of her own death, uh, showed a, a very brief trailer. Like so I mentioned actually, before, I actually looked into Unknown Nine really uh, briefly, but it, it looks like it's going to be part of like a whole media franchise like there's gonna be like novels comics movies, uh yes i did like see something like that too yes which is pretty cool yeah so it looks gonna be interesting we'll see how that works out because quantum break didn't really do that too well <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah true uh doom eternal's first dlc launched on october 20th uh and they showed off some of that um dragon age 4 showed some concept art Surgeon Simulator 2, there's a new gameplay trailer sponsored by Doc Brown. It's actually um, Bridge Constructor, The Walking Dead was shown off. Um, I don't know why, but it is. Yeah, Sam and Max, there's a new game coming to VR, which was pretty exciting. Um, what else? Uh, new World of Warcraft animated series. Uh, the first episode is now live. World of Warcraft Shadowlands comes out on October 27th, which is insane imagine a world where world of warcraft is still going strong in 2020 mm-hmm. um warhammer age of sigmar Stormground is out in 2021 uh crash 4 they showed off uh flashback tape levels which are apparently super super hard um uh, and you're gonna go back in time for puzzle room style levels set before crash 1 tear down uh tear down this one looked interesting he took like a truck and just like slammed into stuff um but it was built by a team of two people in Sweden, so that looked pretty cool. Little Nightmares 2 is officially announced. Uh, well, sorry, I should not say that. Little Nightmares 2 gameplay was officially shown off, and that's coming out February 11th, so that was previously announced. WWE 2K Battlegrounds uh, showed off gameplay. I don't know, that game looks whack. Uh, Star Wars Squadron showed off its campaign, which looked pretty cool, uh, and Princess Leia uh, was in it, so that was kind of cool too. Uh, in the weirdest news of the night... Uh, the Sims 4 Journey to Batu was announced coming out September 8th, which is where the Sims literally go to Galaxy's Edge, like the real Batu. So that actually kind of looks cool-ish. I don't play the Sims, but 
for those of you that do, cool. Um, 12 minutes gets a cast, including one to foe. Uh, oh, this is that game uh, they sh- that Microsoft has showed off before, 12 minutes, uh, which looks interesting as well. All these games look interesting, but I'm never going to play them. It's really the moral of the story. Um, <laughs> Godfall showed off a little bit of new gameplay. Override 2 Super Mech League makes its debut. Uh, Mafia Definitive Edition shows off a new story trailer. I thought this came out already, but I guess it didn't. Uh, Lemnus Gate is coming early 2021, which is a turn-based strategy shooter in a 25-second time loop. So that looked kind of interesting. Uh, probably cooler, different concept. We'll see how it does. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga was officially announced for spring 2021. So it's officially delayed at this point. That was set for holiday 2020. Uh, and that is a brand new game. So that's pretty cool. It's not just a direct port of the complete saga that was previously released with new content. So it is built from the ground up brand new. Um, Struggling is a new platforming game from Frontier, which looks haunted. Uh, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition is coming out October 15th. Uh, Chorus gets a new gameplay trailer. Uh, this was at the Xbox event earlier this year. It's a space shooter. Fall Guys Season 2, we talked a little bit about that. Um, and it has a reskin for the new season going fully medieval uh, with loads of new costumes to match it. Uh, Medal of Honor Above and Beyond VR shows off a new trailer. Uh, Spellbreak is a Wizard Battle Royale game. It's out September 3rd. That one kind of looked weird. Uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light shows off stasis elemental subclasses. Great for people that played uh, Destiny 2. We do not. Um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart closed out the show and that they had an extended gameplay demo which pretty much expanded on the gameplay shown for the PS5 event and it looks really good. So, And it was confirmed to be a launch window game. Perfect. Beautiful. You did it. Um, yeah. I, for one, am very excited for... Um, for Unknown 9 or whatever it was called and also Little Nightmares. I didn't even realize what Little Nightmares 1 was until I saw a trailer for Little Nightmares 2 um, and now it's on my list of things to buy and play because it looks really good. Um, Funny story, don't buy it on Don't buy it on Switch. Apparently it runs very bad and it was like $3 one time because it oh, runs no. so bad. Well, I'm not yeah. planning on it, so that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going to buy it on, on PC. Um, but for for things that we should both buy and stream, Surgeon Simulator is out now um, on the Epic Game Store, and I think we should play it. I think it looks absolutely hilarious. Um, I think it'll be a good time. Is it multiplayer? Yeah, it's four player co op now. How mu- how much is it? Is it's it on 25. sale? <laughs> it just came out. How is it going to be on sale already? Why did it, it just came out? What do you mean it just came out? The game's been out literally- forever. Surgeon Simulator oh, two, two, was two, just two, two. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yes. I think you're talking about Surgeon Simulator. I'm like, I'm not paying twenty five dollars for that stupid ass game. No, so. the new one is out today. Is out as of like it was announced the same day that it came out. Um, or I don't know if it, uh, that was the first time it was ever announced, but it is out on the Epic I, Game Store for twenty four ninety nine. I do in fact see it with my eyes. Yes. Uh, interesting. Yeah, you could just saw off people's limbs and. This game looks absolutely bonkers. It looks like it would be an incredible time. Yeah, I'm down to buy it if you want to get it. We can do that. We can yes. stream it. And then we can finally finish A Way Out one of these days. Remember? Oh, Swarm? <laughs> I have an Epic coupon still? Wait, oh, from the last time. Oh, maybe I have the coupon too. Wait a minute. Oh, only 15 United States Dolores Umbridges. <laughs> You're witnessing it live, folks. Setting our money on fire. Oh, I have to do a capture challenge? 
wait it's like tell us which way the frog is standing what up. it was like a bunch of frogs and it was like do the one that's right side up I'm like, okay. <laughs> I hate oh that. shit i do have the coupon there we go okay okay the game's changed uh surgeon simulator 2 for pc okay these reviews are all over the place oh, ju well, video which is a french did you buy it already yeah <laughs> Got an, it gave it an 80. The games machine gave it a 60. And then the user reviews range from 10 to a 3. Wait. What? <laughs> I, oh, I 10 isn't 10 being the highest. I don't yes. know why. I was like, 100 would be the highest? Okay. 10 out of 10. Yeah, uh, the Epic Game Store doesn't have reviews on it, as, as Steam does. Very interesting. All right, yes, I will buy this. Don't play it without me, though. I mean, yeah, this it's a co-op thing. I yeah, I'm installing it now. We can play it another time after I delib my CPU, and hopefully oh don't. God, I remember it. that. I forgot about that. Maybe we can play tomorrow yeah, I night. To. We'll He's, see yeah, I forgot to. <laughs> no, I don't think we're gonna play tonight. I still have to work out. Oh yeah, you're probably gonna fall asleep. All right. Well. Wow. <laughs> no faith, and rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. Um, all right, that is it for episode 89 of What the Funcast. We hope that um, no one drags us for how many times we've said um and anyways <laughs> this time. Um, 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 anyways. Um, the, the, anyways, I'm done. Are you finished? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Uh, that has been it. Um, check us out next week. Hopefully there will be new, more news next week. And if there's not, we'll still find a way to talk for a full hour. So that's fine. All right. I'm calling it right now. We're going to have a price for one of the systems by next week. Mm, I'll be wrong for the fourth time in a row. Hold on a second. We missed a major piece of news very quickly. This one comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com as well, who says you can now cancel pre-orders on the eShop. Wow. But more importantly, Mario Switch remasters have been delayed beyond the series' 35th birthday. It's claimed... Huh. Noted Insider, I hate this, these headlines. Noted Insider suggests the unannounced 3D collection will now release closer to Christmas. When was it so, originally rumored to release? Supposedly September 13th to coincide There's with no Mario's way actual it was 35th come out birthday. September 13th. Well, before, well, prior to COVID, I think that that was oh. the plan. Okay. Yeah, so, anyway, I forgot to uh, I forgot to go through that. So, anyways, now we can go. This has been what the fun cast episode 89. Can't believe 90 is going to be next week. Microsoft and Sony, give us a price, please. Thank you. All right, that's it. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace. There we go. All right, peace.